0: Welcome to the Sports Time Podcast with the STP Pod for short. No politics, no drama, no argument. Just two guys talking sports. I'm your host, JJ Peters, and my co-host is Michael Menser. Michael is not here today, but eventually he will join the pod. Today on the podcast, we'll discuss college football playoff championship highlights, super wildcard weekend, NBA scoreboard, and more. Before we dive into... The podcast today, we have our poll question. Again, you can vote every Tuesday and Thursday on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, Instagram and Facebook at sportstown underscore podcast or on Twitter at Sportstown Pod. And the question is, should the Steelers walk away from Ben Roethlisberger? A hundred percent of you said yes, they should walk away. And the next question was, and should the Steelers trade for Deshaun Watson? Sixty percent of you said yes. Again, thank you for voting. You can vote on Instagram, Facebook at sportstown underscore podcast. Or on Twitter at Sportstown under or at Sportstown Pod. Harris English edged out Joaquin Neiman in the five playoff rounds to win the Tournament of Champions. English got his third PGA Tour win and first this season. The former Georgia product is ranked 17th in the world and had one of the best scores of the Tournament of Champions. The rest of the top five were Joaquin Neiman, Justin Thomas, Ryan Palmer, Sung Im, and Alexander Shoffley. The NBA has canceled two more games because of the league's health and safety protocols, the Pelicans versus the Mavs and the Celtics versus the Bulls. The Mavericks did not have the required eight players to suit up against the Pelicans. On Tuesday, the Mavericks announced that four players had tested positive. Maxi Kleber, Dorian Finney-Smith, Josh Richardson, and Jalen Brunson, the former college basketball player of the year. All those players are still currently in quarantine in Dallas. Similar to the Dallas situation, many of the Celtics players have also tested positive or been around someone who tested for COVID-19. The league had to postpone the Celtics versus Bulls on Tuesday. The league and Board of Governors met on Tuesday to discuss what they could do about the recent spike of players and the league testing positive for coronavirus. As of now, the league and the NBA have no thoughts about postponing or pausing the season. Uh, Brooklyn Nets point guard Kyrie Irving could be out for the remainder of the week. He will miss his fourth straight game or he missed his fourth straight game on Tuesday versus the Nuggets. There are multiple reports that say Irving was seen at a party maskless. In the new league's protocols, it's forbidden to go to bars, lounges, parties, and social gatherings with more than 15 people. He could be fined and serve a suspension from the NBA. However, James Harden was fined $50,000 for the league in December for attending a a party without a mask, but was not suspended. According to multiple sources, it was his sister and father's birthday party. Um, the former Duke product has been out for personal reasons. He has not played since January 5th. The league is looking into the situation at the moment. The nets are currently five and six and out of the playoffs right now, the 2011 number one overall pick stats for 2020 are 27 point or 2020 slash 2021 are 27 points per game, six assists per game and 5.3 rebounds per game. Truck series driver Haley Deacon apologized for using the R word during a st- while doing a stream, an iRacing event live on Twitch. Deegan apologized on Twitter and said that there was no excuse for her to use that word. NASCAR will require her to take sensitivity training before she starts her season in February. Deegan drives for David Gillian Racing and was going to race full-time in the Camping Truck World Series. Last season, she raced in the main ARCA Series and had four top five finishes. She won the Bounty ARCA Rookie of the Year, and she finished third in the point standings in the main ARCA Menard Series. The 19-year-old from Cali and her teammate Natalie Decker are the only female drivers to ever win a race in the five series that are sanctioned by NASCAR. Her father Brian Deegan is a former X game legend and champion. The 2020 Bounty ARCA R- rookie Menard, R- <laughs> the 2020 Bounty ARCA R- Menard's rookie of the year, will start her season at Daytona on February 12th. The Philadelphia Eagles have shocked the football world on Monday. They have let go of head coach Doug Peterson after five seasons. Peterson led the Eagles to their only Super Bowl title in franchise history in the 2017-2018 season. Phillies owner Jeffrey Lurie released a statement on Monday saying that they have decided to let Peterson go, but he will always be like family to the Eagles organization. He also can't wait for him to be inducted into the Eagles Hall of Fame. Peterson coached the Eagles from 2016 to 2020. He led them to a Super Bowl, three playoff appearances, two NFC East championships, and an NFC East championship or NFC Championship, sorry. His record during his tenure with Philly was 42-37-1. He was the Chiefs' offensive coordinator before getting the job with the Eagles as head coach. He will likely have a head coaching job in the next month because of his success with Philly. The gang green have already requested an interview with former Jets head coach and Buccaneers D coordinator Todd Bowles. Breaking news, the Dallas Cowboys have hired former Atlanta Falcons head coach Dan Quinn to be their next defensive coordinator. The deal is reportedly worth three years, according to Tom Pelosaro and Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. Quinn will replace Mike Nolan, who was fired after the season was over. Quinn was previously the defensive coordinator for the CLC Hawks in 2013 and 2014. The CLC Hawks defense during that time was nicknamed the Legion of Boom and won the Super Bowl in 2013. Then in 2015, he was hired by the Falcons to be their next head coach. He did well in his first year and led them to the Super Bowl in his second season. However, after blowing the lead of the Patriots in Super Bowl 51, he only made one more playoff appearances during his tenure. After he blew numerous leads and never made the postseason again, the Atlanta Falcons fired Quinn after an 0-5 start. Quinn will inherit a defense that was one of the worst against the run. He will have a tough job ahead of him. And last but not least, Formula One has rescheduled their 2021 season. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, COVID-19 pandemic the Chinese Grand Prix will no longer take place on April 18th. Italy will take its place in that slot and Formula One officials are still trying to work with the Chinese government to host a Formula One event in 2021. The race at Melbourne will be moved to November 21st. The season will start a week later on March 28th at Bahrain in Secure and the season will finish on December 12th at Abu Dhabi. Formula One will have a normal 23-race schedule in hopes that none of the races will be rescheduled or canceled during the 2021 season. Preseason testing will take place two weeks before the season's opening race at Baran. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. It was Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL last week. Six big games happened and all but one was decided by a touchdown or less. I will give you all the highlights of Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. So under further ado, let's get started. Colts versus Bills. The Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts led off the 2020 Super Wild Card Weekend. The Bills were looking for their first playoff win since 1995, while the Colts were trying to, get to lead the weekend off with an upset. Indy started off with a field goal by Rodrigo Blankenship to go up 3-0 early. Buffalo would answer right back with a touchdown pass from Josh Allen to Dawson Dawson Knox to take a 7-3 lead. In the second quarter, Jonathan Taylor would find the end zone on a one-yard touchdown run. Right before the half, Josh Allen would take it in himself to go up 14 10 at the break. Early in the fourth quarter, Josh Allen and the Bills led by 7 and got a 35-yard touchdown pass to Fawn Diggs to go up 24-10. On the next possession, the Colts would answer right back with the Phillip Rivers TD pass to Zach Pascal, but missed the two point conversion to have the score remain at 24 16. Late in the game, Indy would score again on a Jack Doyle touchdown and made the two point conversion to trim Buffalo's lead to 27 24. However, the Colts would turn the ball over on downs on their final possession to fall to the Bills 27 24. The AFC East champs held on to win their first playoff win in 25 years with a win over the Colts. The Bills will host the Ravens next Saturday night. Josh Allen was 26 of 35 for 324 yards and two TD passes. He also had 54 yards on the ground and one rushing touchdown. Stephon Diggs had 128 yards receiving and one TD. For the Colts, Phillip Rivers could have played played his final game in the NFL. He was 26 of 35 for 309 yards and two touchdowns. Or excuse me, 26 of 45 for 309 yards and two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor rushed for 78 yards and 11 attempts and one TD. Michael Pittman had five receptions for 90 yards. Rams versus Seahawks. The L.A. Rams traveled to take on the Seattle Seahawks in the first round of the NFC playoffs. The Seahawks were trying to continue their run as they faced their bitter rival, the Rams. However, Russell Wilson could not figure out L.A.'s stingy defense. The Rams jumped out to a 3-0 lead and never looked back. In the second quarter, Russell Wilson would throw a rare pick six by Darius Williams, who took it to 46 yards of the house. L.A.'s lead increased to 13-3. Late in the quarter, Seahawks would finally score as Russell Wilson would find D.K. Metcalf for a 51-yard touchdown pass to trim the Rams' lead at 13-10. The Rams would would take a 20-10 lead going into the half. The Rams would lose Aaron Donald for the rest of the game with a torn rib cartilage, which was a huge blow for L.A. However, the Rams' defense still played great even without the two-time and maybe even three-time defensive player of the year. They would force five Seahawks punts. Seattle would only score 10 points in the second half as LA would hold on to beat the Seahawks 30 to 20. The Rams will play the Packers next Sunday. Jared Goff did or excuse me, next Saturday. Jared Goff did not start the game but came in for John Warford and was 9 of 19 for 155 yards. He also threw one TD pass. Cam Akers rushed for 131 yards and 28 carries and one tutty. Cooper Cup had four catches for 78 yards. For the Seahawks, Russell Wilson was 11 of 27 for 174 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Chris Carson had 16 carries for 77 yards. DK Metcalf had five receptions for 96 yards and two TDs. The Bucks versus the football team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washington football team played on Saturday night on NBC. Tampa was the heavy favorite to advance, but Washington wasn't going to lay down. Before the game, Chase Young said he wanted the six-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady. Tampa started the game off with a field goal to go up 3-0. In the first quarter, Tyler Henneke got the start for Washington because of an injury to Alex Smith and Kyle Allen. Henneke had played for a plethora of teams as a practice squad quarterback. He would throw an interception that led to a first score for the Bucs in the first first half. As a result, Brady would find Antonio Brown in the end zone to go up 9-0. However, they would miss the extra point. The football team would answer right back with a two-yard touchdown by J.D. McKissick to trim the lead to 9-7. The Buccaneers would go up 18-7 and a half as Brady would find Chris Godwin and Tampa would get another field goal. Washington would continue to battle with the Bucs as they hung around with the Tampa for the entire contest. The NFC East champs would get a field goal and two touchdowns in the second half. Although Washington played the Bucs top, it wasn't enough to upset Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers did enough to beat the football team 31-23. Tom Brady finished 22 of 40 for 381 yards and two t- touchdown passes. Leonard Fournette rushed for 93 yards and 19 carries and one TD. Mike Evans had six receptions for 119 yards. Tyler Hennecke was 26-44 for 306 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. He also had 46 yards on six carries and one TD. Cam Sims had seven receptions for 74 yards. The Buccaneers will now travel to New Orleans for the third time and face the Saints in the second round of the NFL playoffs. Ravens versus Titans. Lamar Jackson was hoping to get his first playoff win in his career as he faced the Tennessee Titans. The Ravens lost to Tennessee last year in the second round as Derrick Henry ran all over Baltimore. This time, things would be a lot different. Derrick Henry had another great year as he rushed for over 2,000 yards this season. He is the only ninth player in NFL history to rush for over 2,000 yards in a single season. The Ravens' defense stuffed Henry as he had less rushing yards than Baltimore's quarterback Lamar Jackson. Tennessee, however, jumped out to a 10-0 lead in the second quarter despite Henry's struggles. The Titans' defense would get a Ravens 3 out and forced Lamar Jackson throwing an interception. The 2019 AFC North champs would get a field goal in their next possession to trim the lead at 10-3. The purple pain forced the Titans' punt and would score in their next possession as Lamar Jackson took it to the house for a 48-yard rushing touchdown. The game would remain tied at 10 going into the break. In the third quarter, Baltimore would find the end zone again as J.K. Dobbins would score to make it 17-10. Baltimore would hold on as Ryan Tannehill would throw an interception late in the fourth quarter as the Titans lost to the Ravens 20-13. Defensive back Marcus Peters would get the last laugh as he would pick off Ryan Tannehill and dance along with his teammates on the Titans logo. The reason was when the Titans and Ravens played earlier in the season, Tennessee's players went out on the Ravens logo in the middle of the field and danced on it. As you can imagine, the Ravens players and coaches took offense to it. The rivalry isn't so intense right now that neither team shook hands after the game. Lamar Jackson was 17 of 24 for 179 yards and one interception. He rushed for 138 yards on 16 attempts and had one rushing touchdown. Marquise Hollywood Brown had seven receptions for 109 yards. For the Titans, Ryan Tannehill was 18 of 26 for 165 yards and one TD. He also threw one interception. Derrick Henry rushed for 40 yards on 18 carries. AJ Brown had a nice solid game with 6 receptions for 83 yards and 1 TD. Bears versus Saints. Now, next next game we're going to talk about the Bears versus the Saints. Many people were calling it the Nickelodeon game as the, as the kids network Nickelodeon was actually broadcasting the Bears versus Saints. It was hosted by Noah Eagle and former NFL wide receiver Nate Burleson. The game was also broadcasted on CBS and Amazon Prime. The Amazon Prime and CBS one was hosted by Jim Nance and former NFL quarterback Tony Romo. The Saints were hoping to get another win with Drew Brees and head coach Sean Payton. Drew Brees' record before the game in the postseason was 8-8. The Saints got off to a slow start as they only had a 7-3 lead going into the half. However, in the second half, the Saints' offense had a spark. Drew Brees would find Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara would find the end zone to go up 21-3. On the final possession, the Bears would score as Mitchell Trubisky found Jimmy Graham to make the game more respectable. Final score of the Saints, 21, the Bears, 9. Going into the offseason, the Bears have a lot of questions on if Mitchell Trubisky is their guy. We will find out when the freaky frenzy offseason begins. For the stats for the game, Drew Brees was 28 of 39 for 265 yards and two TDs. Al Kamar rushed for 99 yards and 23 carries and added one touchdown. uh, Deontay Harris had seven receptions for 83 yards. On the other side, which was the Bears, Mitchell Trubisky was 19 of 29 for 109 yards in one TD. Dava Montgomery rushed for 31 yards. And Allen Robinson finished with 55 yards receiving. Last but not least, the Browns versus Steelers. The Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the oldest and biggest rivalries in all of football. One of the most underrated rivalries, to say the least. Many expect the Steelers to take care of the Browns like they always do because it's been almost 17 years the last time the Browns beat the Steelers at Heinz Field. But that would not be the case. The Browns actually jumped out to a 28-0 lead in the first quarter. Yes, that's right, 28-0 Cleveland. To make matters even worse, Marquise Pouncey would snap the ball over Rothsburger head and result in a Cleveland touchdown to open the game up. Cleveland continued their spanking of the rivals by leading 35-10 at the half. The dog pound forced Four Big Ben interceptions. Despite the problems with the interceptions, Roethlisberger did throw for over 500 yards and four TD passes, but it wasn't even close. Even though the black and gold made a comeback, it wasn't enough. Baker Mayfield threw three touchdowns, 264 yards, and was 21 of 34. The final score, the Steelers, or excuse me, the Browns, 48, the Steelers, 37. Nick Chubb rushed for 76 yards, and Jarvis Landry had 92 yards receiving and one TD. For Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger threw for 501 yards, 47 of 68, four TD passes, and four INTs. James Conner rushed for 37 yards, and Juju Smith-Schuster had 13 receptions, 157 yards. He also had one touchdown. Is this the last game for Ben Roethlisberger? Well, it could be. The Steelers have a very or have, Steelers have a very interesting offseason, to say the least. We'll see what Pittsburgh wants to do with the two-time Super Bowl champion. Let's get some more action from some NBA games on Monday night. Now there were two NBA games that were canceled or postponed this week, but the league is marching on currently. The NBA Champs Lakers have the best record in the league right now at 8 and 3. Here are all the scores in the association from Monday night. Knicks versus Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets are on a roll. The Hornets have now won four straight led by Gordon Hayward and the rookie LaMelo Ball. Charlotte beat New York on Monday night, one hundred nine to eighty eight. Gordon Hayward had thirty four points. Lamelo Ball finished with fourteen rebounds, and Devonte Graham came away with seven assists. For the Knicks, Kevin Knox came away with nineteen points. Mitchell Robinson had eleven boards, and R.J. Barrett had five dimes. The Hornets are now six and five, and the Knicks are five and six. Grizzlies versus Cavs. Memphis defeated Cleveland last night 101-91, led by Dylan Brooks, who came away with 21.7 rebounds. And Kyle Anderson finished with 9 assists. With the win, the Grizzlies are now 4-6 and six and won't have their star John ja Morant for a while now. Andre Drummond finished with 19 points, 14 rebounds, and Damian Dotson had 6 assists. With the loss, the Cavs are now 5-6 and six and are out of the playoffs right now. Bucks versus Magic. The Milwaukee Bucks get past the Orlando Magic with a 121-99 win. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 22 points, four assists, and Chris Middleton finished with 10 rebounds. Orlando was now six and five after the loss. Nikola Vucevic came away with 22 points, 13 rebounds, and Aaron Gordon had eight assists. Milwaukee pulled away late in the game to get their seventh win of the season. Suns versus Wizards. The Phoenix Suns have now lost back-to-back games as they fell to the Washington Wizards 128-107 on Monday night. On the other hand, Washington snapped their three-game losing streak with the win over Phoenix. Bradley Beal finished the game with 34 points, 9 assists, and Robin Lopez had 11 boards. The Suns were led by Devin Booker. He came away with 33 points. Dario Sarchik had 6 rebounds, and Chris Paul finished with 11 dimes. 76ers versus Hawks. The Trey Young and the Hawks got past the Philadelphia 76ers 112-94. The 76ers started the season off hot, but have now lost two straight. Trey Young finished with 26 points, 8 assists, and Clint Capella came away with 11 rebounds. Joel Embiid had 24 points, 11 rebounds, and Isaiah Joe finished with 4 assists. After the loss, the Sixers are 7-4. and four. With the Hawks, they are now 5-5. Five and five. Raptors versus the Blazers or should I say the, the Tampa Bay Raptors. The Portland Trailblazers edged out the Raptors 112-111. C.J. McCollum had 30 points five and 5 assists. Robert Covington finished away with 8 rebounds. For the Raptors, Pascal Siakam had a triple-double with 22 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. Portland is now 6-4 and four after the win. The Raptors are now struggling with a horrendous 2-8 and eight record. It's hard to believe that Toronto won the championship just a year and a half ago. And last, or yes, last but not least, the Pacers versus the Kings. The Sacramento Kings upset the Pacers on Monday night, 127-122. The Kings were led by former NBA champion Harrison Barnes, who dropped 30 points in the win. Rashawn Holmes had 10 rebounds, and De'Aaron Fox finished with 9 assists. Sabonis had 28 points, 11 rebounds, and Malcolm Brogdon finished with 9 assists. Sacramento is now 5-6, and in and Indiana 6-4. The Pacers are still in the playoffs currently, while the Kings are out. The NHL is back. It's hard to believe that it's been over three months since the last time we saw professional hockey being played. The crazy part, it was being played in the bubble in Edmonton and Toronto. The Tampa Bay Lightning took down the Dallas Stars in six games. Now we will see five games on Wednesday. The Penguins versus the Flyers, the Canadians versus Maple Leafs, the Blackhawks versus the defending champs, the Lightning, the Canucks versus the Oilers, and the Blues versus the Avalanche. All games will be played on NBC or NBCSN. There'll be 56 games this season and the divisions are realigned. The divisions will have sponsorship names and all the teams based in Canada will have to play against each other because of the strict COVID rules in the country. The four divisions are lined up as the Scotia NHL North Division, the Honda NHL West Division, the Discovery NHL Central Division, and the Mass Mutual NHL East Division. According to odds from PointsBet, The favorite to win the Stanley Cup is Colorado, Vegas, and the defending champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning. The college football championship game highlights. The 2021 college football championship game was played on Monday night at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. The number one seed, the Alabama Crimson Tide, took on the third-seeded Ohio State Buckeyes. Ohio State was the big underdog, but most thought it could be a good game and thinking the Buckeyes could keep up with the Crimson Tide until the end. However, that was not the case. Alabama rolled past the Buckeyes with a 52-24 win. Devont, or Devontae Smith and Najee Harris dominated and both scored three touchdowns. Ohio State tried to keep up with Bam in the first half, but it wasn't strong enough to compete with them in the whole game. Justin Fields struggled in the third and fourth quarter, and it seemed like his ribs were still bothering him. Fields injured his ribs in the win versus Clemson on January 1st at the Orange Bowl. At one point, the game was tied at 14. Eventually, Alabama scored again, and Ohio State forced a turnover, ended up getting a field goal, and trimmed the Tide's lead to 21 17. After that, he was Alabama. Devontae Smith was the offensive player of the game despite leaving early with a hand injury. Christian Barrymore was the defensive player of the game. Mac Jones was 36 of 45 for 464 yards and five touchdowns. Najee Harris rushed for 79 yards and 22 carries and two touchdowns. Despite only playing three and a half quarters, Devontae Smith had 215 yards receiving on 12 receptions and three touchdowns. Justin Fields was 17 of 33 for 194 yards and one TD. He also led the team in rushing with 67 yards on the ground. Chris Olave had eight receptions for 69 yards. Thanks for listening to the Sports Down Podcast or the STP pod for short. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and much more. We release new episodes every Wednesday and Friday. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and rate.